in life, resilience is the key thing, I believe, all the way through your life, is, is one of the most powerful gifts, trainings, Absolutely. above everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We're Open, our podcast. I'm here with my dear friend, Claudine Silman. We shoot the breeze. We talk about spirituality. I'm a longtime spiritual teacher. I've been a spiritual teacher for 40 years and an international intuitive for 30 years. And Claudine is deep into her discovery journey around spirituality and spiritual development. And we just love to talk about everything to do with spirit. And I love to share what comes through intuitively from my spiritual guidance as well. So I'm going to bring in Claudine. Claudine. Hey, Alicia. How are you? I'm really great. Thanks for being here with me today. And oh, I'm you're really, welcome. I am so excited for this topic that you and I have talked about to focus on today, which is difficult relationships. We're going to dive straight in, I think. Difficult relationships. It's, um, it's a time of year that people are getting together with families and it can be any time of year whenever people are gathering with their families or just generally with their social circles, with their friends, difficult relationships. I think it's just a really important topic and really needs to be kind of teased out. And, and let's, we'll also hear from my spiritual uh, guidance and my spirit guides, their insights and their tips and tools for working and staying oh, calm. Wonderful calm and yeah. in harmony and enjoying uh, relationships. So, yes. yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's an important topic and one that many of us have experience with. And I think these festive seasons tend to bring it to the surface when we, when we do have these challenging relationships. It's oftentimes that we need to face them um, through the year, we can be avoiding certain people. and um, But, yeah, often we want to come together with our family and there's all different personalities and different energies. So yes. really important if we're yeah. spiritual empaths we've, to know we've got those tools we can still draw upon even if we um, are challenged by certain people. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, both you and I, we've... We're in our, not so much our sort of super mature years, but we've been through relationships and we've had experiences where, uh, in our primary relationships, where we've experienced tough times and had to manage those times. And uh, and this is in, in terms of that primary relationship. And this could be for anyone, <clears throat> you know, it, you could be a carer for your parents, you know, or you've got children that have got difficult personalities or and you are an empath, a spiritual empath, and you having to manage your own state and stay in love, stay on your spiritual journey. Absolutely. You know, even though we've got these people in our lives. And I I would love to jump in at some point and talk about the the training ground that, that these difficult relationships give us, right? Because that's such a lovely yes. kind of op opens a different door, doesn't it? Like what do they teach it us, does. and how do yeah. how does they how are they pushing against our natural uh, self esteem, self love, self respect? They're pushing against that, pushing us into maybe, and we'll go into it a little bit deeper, I think, but later on. But pushing us into even if we're scrambling for that, but into training how to stay stable and compassionate. The Dalai Lama talks so much about com just be compassionate, be yes. loving. <laughs> Yeah, and, a um, place of love. Yeah. Yes, which is which can be incredibly hard sometimes when, when you're with difficult people. So anyway, this is the topic we want to play with today. Yeah. So where should we start? How would how do you think um, we can manage um, stay in our spiritual alignment um, when we do possibly have these challenging people around us, whether they're family or friends? Yes. I've got a few tricks up my sleeve because my, my spirit guides over those many decades have taught me a few like internal mental tools. And um, yeah. 
if if people want to go there, I've I've actually got a series of three free videos that teach some of these tools, and they're really powerful. Uh, they're how to keep your Fantastic. your energy safe. Yeah, when you're around someone who is kind of badgering you, is coming at you with their energy, um, who's making you feel uncomfortable. And some of these tools just help you stay in alignment, as you were saying, like just staying calm and in your own center so that you can deal with that energy from a place of mental calm, emotional calm. Anyway, just saying, everyone. So people can go to soulmentoring.com and go up to the menu and look at courses. And there's a course in there that is Psychic Scan. And it's a wonderful course for uh, around wow, teaching these, these tools. So, so everybody, if you want to do that, you can do that. But let's, let, let's have a little look. I remember times when I was standing in front of, this is long ago, I've been in a stable marriage relationship now for over 20 years. But long ago, um, with wonderful people who, are my, who were my partners, but they were in emotional intensity and in, in emotional turmoil at times. And I was in front of them where they were trying to get me to understand something that was in inside of them. But for me, it felt like I was on the receiving end of something very intense from them emotionally. Um, and that question was definitely in me. How do I manage to stay relaxed and calm and in my heart. And mm. I remember noticing that there's um, very simple spirit tools that we can use to find our heart energy in that moment. What about you, Claudine? Did you have moments like that? Yeah, I think um, many moments. And what I've come to learn is it's about managing, we can't change the other person so we need to manage ourselves and how we look at how we deal with what be aware that we have our spiritual tools to draw upon in particular situations so it's very much about how we want to look at something which lens do we want to look at often we may even want to help the person actually if we are empaths we've got a natural ability to want to help people but i think sometimes we can just lead by example and because um, if people are in a certain state, they may not be receptive to your help. So, yeah, changing our state and the way we're coming at the challenge is the way to yeah move forward in the situation. So, uh, so Claudine, what you're pointing to is the is a major major awareness for everybody watching this that when you are with difficult people. Prepare yourself before you go there. Do mental rehearsal Absolutely. Of, of how to manage your own inner state. So I'm going to I'm going to do a little process with everybody watching this. Everybody, just just really quickly, who, who, if you're interested in this topic and you want to kind of learn how to prepare yourself. So everyone, up to you, Claudine. If you want to do this, doesn't matter. But just quick little yeah, inner visualization for everybody as as an idea just as an idea being put forward if you want to prepare yourself before you go into an environment where there's going to be difficult people that impact on you so so everybody close your eyes and take a nice deep breath and put a bubble of light around you this is all we're doing is doing a bit of mental rehearsal so bubble of light around you. Now, I, I want you to observe and pretend that there's somebody standing in front of you who you find has difficult energy. Somebody else might not find that they've got difficult energy, but you do personally. And place a bubble of light around them. So they're standing at a little bit of a distance. You've both got a bubble around you. And all I want you to do right now is just to notice their energy and to notice your reaction to the energy. So that's all you're doing. You're just observing, oh my God, how am I feeling with this person standing in front of me? That's all you're doing just at the moment. Really important, by the way, for us to switch our attention and put our attention on ourselves and notice what we're feeling because that informs us. It's like a little classroom right there if we notice what we're feeling. 
And I'm going to get you just to have a little bit of fun here and pretend that there's an angel standing on your right. It's your buddy. It's your friend. Beautiful angel. Now that angel now steps in to the center between you and that person and places a shield made of energy, like a membrane and a shield. And I'd love you to notice if you're feeling yourself, your own feeling, calms down a tiny bit. If there's any kind of feeling of relief or relaxation, just as that shield goes up. All we're doing is having fun here and just playing and just noticing. So that's interesting. If you feel a tiny bit different, that's interesting because you can play with mental tools like that as you're in the company of these people. Because what's really going on in the psychic worlds and the spirit worlds is energies flowing around. Energies flowing towards you from the aura of that person. And what you'd prefer to do is not have that energy flowing towards you so strongly from the aura of that person. So a mental almost pretend mode, because in the energy worlds, when you're pretending, energy actually shifts and changes when you're pretending, because your imagination is a powerful tool in the energy worlds. So if you invite an angel to come in and quickly put a shield between you and that person, your own energy can relax. And what happens is you can talk and move and act differently from a place of relaxation. Now, let's go a little bit further, knowing that you might spend like a couple of hours in the company of that person. So let's invite the angel to do something else. So we're going to invite the angel to step inside the other person. I'm just following what my guidance is giving me here. It's great fun. Let's see what the angel does. So what the angel is doing is it's changing the energy of the other person by stepping into them. It's kind of, I'm being told actually that the angel is kind of um, calling down the energy of the other person calming it down, bringing it into a slightly different vibe, which is great. I love that as an idea. So we've given you everybody here some ideas of working with pretend. I'm going to say work with pretend angels if you want to. Those of you who play in the with visualizations a lot know that these angels are actually real. And they shift energy. They change energy. So in the sense of you being with someone who's got a difficult energy, you can play with this idea. So everyone, take a deep breath and open your eyes. Did you notice a shift and that a change when, when the, when the yeah. shield went down, Cody? Yes, and even when the shield went up, um, it was like a transparent uh, with colours through for myself. Um, and yeah, it just softens the energy, like you said, and it's cooling down the energy because that energy is, is quite hot. So it's, it's softening it. Mm. Yeah. And I think, and I do love, um, using shields a lot for all sorts of different situations. They just put that protection around you, protect your energy. So yeah, that was quite powerful. And can I ask you when we do do that kind of little visualization does that help the other person that's not actually yes, it doing does. The visualization mm. right. and they will you will notice that they change a little bit they become less those sorts of people can be quite manic a little bit and mm -hmm. kind of wanting wanting to engage and interact in a slightly yeah. intense way and what you notice when when the yes. angel steps in into their aura in a, in a visualization, is that you the strange thing could happen is that that person stops that manic needing to engage and kind of um, be sort of on top on top of the conversation with people or creating um, naughty uh, you know without hooking people like that being but needly yes. <laughs> where they needle people yes. or um, tr yeah. trying to trigger people. 
you know, you're trying to trigger yeah. the yeah. someone on the and and by by uh, sort of making statements that someone doesn't like, and every, suddenly there's anger and uh, disturbance and disruption in the conversation in the group conversation. So what you might notice is that that person just kind of becomes normal. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, their energy just a comes back to their normal self, which is like not like that, not manic and not sort of trying to needle, just listening and having normal conversation. Yeah, that's just so valuable. Everyone, I, think, I know. Because they're often in their own, which they don't realise, they're in their own patterns, repeated patterns, and they're used to that kind of energy with you. And then you you get in a pattern of how you retaliate and how you act with them. So it's all about diffusing and trying to really change that pattern up that you've both become ingrained in, I think. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to, that plug, you know, I just want to sort of say I have so much fun and you do too with your inner visualisation practices. You, I know you're a master because you've practised this Absolutely. for years and years and years. And I have so much fun with these inner visualisations but actually working with little spirit beings and angelic beings and yeah. spirit guides coming in on the in the visualizations and actually doing their magic with yeah. it with the energy i just i'm yeah. really into it well and i love how you mentioned um that imagination is a powerful tool in the energy world and it is um it's not just our it's not just loosely our imagination it's very powerful very powerful Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Just giving everybody who's watching this, you know, some skills, I think, is the word I'm trying to find, and which actually work, especially when you call in angelic spirit beings to help you. And um, if you want to, if you are a spiritual intuitive, you could use the word an angel being of light and love, just adding the light and love if you wanted to. So in your imagination, you are imagining, you're imagining an angel of light and love com coming along and giving you a hand, right? Okay, so let's play. Let's see what else we can come up with here because it's this is so important. It's so important to love yourself and know that you're feeling safe and love others because when you're feeling relaxed, you can do the Dalai Lama thing of compassion and hold the space for everyone and be caring and come from joy and equanimity and warmth a warm heart instead of being Absolutely. on the defensive and triggered and angry and yes okay so it's let's, a much nicer space to be in such a nicer place and everyone has a much better time i'm going to do another really beautiful idea here let's do okay. another little quick little visualization this is all supporting everybody watching and listening to this um, in terms of preparing, doing mental rehearsal before you go there, right? <laughs> this is so that you're already planning in your mind of how you're going to be operating inside yourself in that in that uh, energy soup that you're going to be walking into. Some tools here, some some Love gifts that. from spirit. <laughs> okay, so everyone, closing your eyes. Let's let's play another mental rehearsal. Nice deep breath, closing the eyes. All right. <clears throat> and as I always do, I'm just following my spiritual guidance in this moment to see what the skill is that they're going to show us right now. Okay, so they want us to prepare the whole group energy. If you're going into a beautiful celebratory meal with your extended family or circle of friends or whatever. So it's the group energy that we're looking at as we're, and we want everyone to be having a great time to optimize the enjoyment of everyone in that group situation. That's the, the play that we're going to have now, the little game. So mental rehearsal, everyone. So again, I'd like you in your mind, just placing a bubble of light around yourself. And now I'd like you to imagine standing in front of you the whole group of people who are going to be there celebrating with you or attending with you. The whole group is in front of you. Let's place a bubble of light around the whole group. And let's fill the bubble of light 
with liquid gold light. Fill it up like in a swimming pool, liquid gold. And now in your mental rehearsal, imagine every individual sort of turning into golden light. So it's a group of golden light beings. And we're just going to hold that visualization just for a moment. So that's all we're doing. We're just holding, holding, holding that image. Keep it going, everyone. Stay on it. Keep our attention on it. And now I'd love you to pretend that everybody's laughing and hugging and loving in this group. And there's tons of joy. It's tons of joy, laughter, peals of laughter, giggles, people cracking up with laughter because it's something's hilarious. And there's joy and hugging and love and recognition of each other, this kind of crazy, hilarious thing that they're all seeing each other as beings of light. Wow. I think that's what's cracking everybody up and making them laugh. Stay on that. Keep our attention on that for a moment. Stay there. Have them all laughing. It's really interesting because as I'm keeping my attention on it, I'm noticing um, sort of like smoke, little shadow smoky energy wafting off some of the individuals. It's like they're getting rid of ballast and weight out of their energy. It's getting vacuumed out or it's just flowing out like little clouds or little smoke. I think the hilarity and the laughing is shifting everybody's energy and any sort of shadow smoke is just getting pushed out which is nice. That's really lovely. All right, everyone, taking a deep breath and opening your eyes again. Well, that was fun. <laughs> oh, I loved that too. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Alicia. Oh, my pleasure, Claudine. What were you watching? What were you seeing? I just loved how you... Um, put everyone in light as well as in the room and then um, the laughter I thought that was really beautiful that just because laughter is like medicine isn't it it just diffuses everything so um, and then getting rid of any heavy energy with the the smoke um, yeah yes, so really yes. beautiful oh thank you and I just want to say to everybody watching this that um the, the worlds of spirit and the angels that surround you all the time will be with you in that moment when you're visualizing that, that kind of sort of secretly crowding around and they're kind of secretly actually stirring the energy in that bubble with, with everybody in that, with the group in that, because they're, they are doing a little vacuuming out and replacing yeah. energy with beautiful golden light. So and just letting you know, it's almost like a group healing <laughs> for the group. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a prayer, actually. Yeah. Like a prayer and they don't the even need to, they don't even need to know that you're um, visualizing. Praying that. for them. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. and so, and my my guidance is telling me to say that uh, it's good to do this like the day before. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the day before we're going to meet that challenging relative friend person, any session, yeah. whether it be the festive season or just meeting up throughout the year. Yeah. Just to and have that little plate, do the ritual beforehand. Yep, that's right. And Claudine, you've just nailed it. Don't save this for um special seasons. Do it for any group yeah. situation that you're going into. Yes. Meeting um, I don't know, your date. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, going for a job interview. Going for a job interview. Um, <clears throat> your kids are coming around, your adult kids are coming around for a, a meal with you So, and making sure that the energy is just optimal. I, I call it optimising. Yes. 
yeah, optimizing like memories, op optimizing uh, realities, preparing the energy. It's like preparing yeah. the meal, right? Preparing the energy before everybody yeah. arrives together. Yeah, that can be just keep that awareness of, um, yeah, prepare the meal, prepare the energy. Exactly. Um, I very seldom actually teach this, but it's actually a major, major thing that I love to work with myself and I have for years, for decades, mm. with the worlds of spirit. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because I think, yeah, we're always <clears throat> going to have those situations that, that arise um, and instead of coming at it from anger and frustration, yeah, that just really softens it. So what you're doing is just Wonderful. preparing. Yes, that's right. It's mental rehearsal. There's lots of different layers to it. Don't need to go into the technical side of it, but and you know this really well too. You're kind of creating an intention. You're um, pushing a future reality into form. You're yes. formatting a future reality. Yeah. All sorts of subtle things are going on there, actually. <laughs> but the, the main thing is that you're calling on angelic spirit help uh, to support yeah. all the energies. And, and everybody yeah. has a great time and is amazed at how, how joyful they are together and they create memories of joy together and love together. You know, I want to say something. At the moment on planet Earth, there's such a need for communities and for individuals in their family groups and their social groups to feel love. There's such a need, not only for the isolation and the loneliness, but also there's just so much um, division around concepts and ideas and um, <clears throat> everybody's guarded against Absolutely. what somebody else's what somebody else's concepts and ideas are, right? Isn't that so true? Yeah, we, we could have. Isn't that true? And I, want, I just want to say there's such a need, I think, for help with that. And we're in our smaller groups and then in larger groups and where people start learning ways to love each other, ways to calm down, ways to connect beyond the concepts and ideas. We're all human. We're all breathing. We're all walking around in a, I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> we're all walking around in our spacesuits of our human bodies and we've got our precious human lives breathing. <clears throat> and I think it's so important to acknowledge that We've all got an opportunity to enjoy our lives. <laughs> and, you know, traditionally yes. coming coming together in family groups or social groups, traditionally, hopefully, there's a potential there for a lot of joy, for a lot of communal love and communal um, gladness, happiness of being together. Humans are tribal instinctively and we instinctively love being in groups and together and yet there's such a whether it's the digital world or whether it's uh you know the epidemic of loneliness around the planet there's such a need at the yeah. moment for alignment and for compassion yeah. and for acknowledgement of the humaneness and the humanity of each other we're just humans you know we we want to be feel loved. We want to feel be seen. We want to feel hurt, be heard, and we want to be acknowledged by other people. Um, you know, just yeah. That, I think that's that's. I was I just going to say, say um, bring harmony to the situation. Yeah, the situation to bring, as you mentioned, the divide. Um, if we can just respect everyone's opinions, that can bring peace as well. That's right. This is another thing, by the way, before you arrive in your group situation is to make a decision because you could do a few more mental rehearsals in while you're still in that space of looking at the group. One of the decisions you might choose to make before you go to the group is that you're going to respect everybody's opinion. You're just going to let everybody talk as in like, have a moment uh, and mm. not be and not not that you're going to be talked over um, because it's really mm -hmm. or you might choose to just hold on to your opinion and 
maintain the equanimity in the group rather than be too controversial or hurt yeah. other people by trying to get your point of view across, you know, or trying to educate yeah. others, you know, on whatever whatever the idea and concept you have that you want to make sure everybody else knows about. You know, you might want to pause on that and make a decision that happiness is more important than being right. And so to to decide that you're going to allow happiness to be the dominant experience of everyone rather than everybody talking over each other trying to be right. <laughs> so you might just decide on that and you might make that decision before you go go into that experience. Yeah. And just be a listener, a good listener. Yeah, I oh. love that. Set, set that intention. That's right. Set that intention clearly in your mind. Because a few of these kind of things I think need to happen before you arrive so that you are armed with decisions, pre-made decisions, and you've already looked into the group and you've already felt what it's going to feel like and you already have made decisions of how you're going to be and how you're going to support yourself. There's lots of different ways, by the way. Uh, the other thing I was just going to say is that every single human on the planet, when they're an infant needs another human to look at them with love. It's called mirroring, being mirrored, so that you feel seen and acknowledged and loved. Uh, so mirroring eyes, and that never goes away. We all of us need another human to look at us with love. Very simple. Absolutely. So, And yeah. it's such a core um, primal limbic brain almost need so you know you, you can be the Gandhi in the group <laughs> <laughs> just love 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 <laughs> yeah I think that your energy will um, spread out to those around you and even those, I think uh, what it was important, what you just said, when we're babies, we, if that's a, a human need is love. And a lot of people, as they get on in years, probably don't feel that, as, that they need it. They don't realise how much that's they right. do need love. Still, that's even right. as an adult. That's right. So, see, see that whole concept isn't talked about hardly at all. And people just don't think about that at all um we're not we're mm. not very educated about ourselves <laughs> this is not the thing, at all you mm. know about our own about our own needs absolutely i want to sort of uh, i'm just for some reason i'm getting on that topic of love and feeling loved one way that i get it apart from chatting with and being with my my partner my beloved husband and with friends one way that I get that feeling of love is going into nature and walking out into the most brilliant beauty of nature and being overwhelmed with the beauty of nature and just it swamping me with its glory, <laughs> with its with its just yes. incredibleness, right? And yeah. just feeling the presence of God force and God energy pouring in, you know, pouring in. So... Because from there I'm feeling loved. I'm feeling the love of God energy just from the, like, beyond beautiful sometimes nature can be. And um, yes. so that's yes. how I, I get it. I kind of get it from that, you know, like where my soul feels so nourished from yeah. feeling loved through nature. And it's right yeah, on topic. Yeah, I can so relate like, to that. We're, we're not on topic with that, off topic with that. We're on topic because we have a no. need to feel loved. That's kind of... That's what we're talking about. And it's about. all around us in nature. Yeah. So if we do have those difficult relationships, nature is always there for us. And I felt it the other night with the full moon here. It was the full moon, the eclipse. And I really just went out onto my patio and felt the presence of the moon. It was very powerful. I had done some meditations um, earlier that morning and... Just, I just felt that it, that it was so majestic, powerful, um, 
serene and peaceful. And I just, I felt the connection with it. As I have visiting New Zealand some years ago, and there was this beautiful, it's, it's a protected area, this beautiful tree. And the tree, I think they, it was the king, I can't think of the name of the tree, but king of the forest. And it was like a person. I just felt its, its power and it was just majestic. So, um, yeah, it's all around us. It is all around us. Nature is all around us. And nature is full of loving beings, actually, as you're saying, these ancient trees. Um, mm. To just stand near a being like that. For me, as a spirit and spiritual intuitive, I'm, I can have a conversation with the energy of that tree, with the being of that tree, with wow. the diva of that tree, mm. two-way mm. in English. And feel the energy of that tree reaching into me and filling me up with golden light actually and healing me and vacuuming yeah, yes. shadow energy out of me just saying nature's Very got so powerful. many how many hidden ways that it can support us so powerful so oh my many gosh. gifts yeah so many gifts i was just going to say uh, just very quickly <clears throat> let's talk a little bit more about relationships and Difficult people, because that, that's what we're wanting to talk about today. Oh, my gosh. Um, let me just see what else. Because it's just so important. Um, yeah. What about when we say people teach us lessons that we need to learn or we're a yes. mirror for what we're looking at? And we can say, well, I'm not a mirror for difficulty, pain, trauma. But, yeah, what's your take on that? I'm going to dive deep uh, very quickly uh, with my three decades of looking into human energy systems with my um, spirit guides. And just really quickly so that mm -hmm. let's get a little bit of an advanced conversation going here. And that is that mm -hmm. um, usually when somebody's being a difficult person and especially in one-on-one -on -one relationships or in our primary mm. relationships and the other person is um, being unusually negative and being a little bit mm -hmm. aggressive and many women mm -hmm. um, experience domestic violence for example and I'm not going to go into it too much now mm. but when there's a level of aggression into my intuitive sight knows that there's a very big negative entity in the other person it's not um, taking the responsibility yeah. away from the decisions that that person's deciding in the way they're acting that's sure. we're not taking taking away that responsibility however i am saying that they are being um almost controlled by a negative entity and yeah. um yeah. and so it is an out of control situation if it's at that level of intensity of that aggression where it's really out of control mm. there are certain ways to very quickly have to support that and manage that and i'm not going to go into them right now but but i'm not going but let's sort of go to where your partner for example is just being aggressive emotionally uh, or unusually aggressive maybe or unusually negative it it is a situation where there is a negative entity in your partner and right um yeah and the course that I um, have got available on my website, soulmentoring.com, which is called Psychic Scan, actually goes a lot into the behind the scenes, the psychic energy world of what's going on between two people and the way the energies are flowing between the, the two people when there's someone's being quite aggressive, unusual or unusually intense, right? Because there are ways of shielding yourself, there's ways of changing mm -hmm. and shifting their energy gently so that they come back to being their normal self um, and not so mm -hmm. kind of wound up and tied like a tight spring, just unwinding that spring a little bit so they come back to yeah. their heart again. Let me just uh, have a look there. So I just wanted to talk about that just very quickly, just as a quick overview. But what you're talking about, Claudine, is something that's so amazing because it pushes it back onto us. Is is it, it does, yeah. Mm, is it 
making us grow up? Is it making us see the truth of um, how energy works in humans? For example, because whether you're a male or female, you might leave that relationship understanding much more deeply about energies. You, you might leave that relationship noticing something that you never want to happen ever again, right? And you mm. might choose a partner next who doesn't have a certain depth of a troubled soul, for example, and you might just have a little nose for noticing from that point onwards whether someone is a troubled yeah. soul and yeah. steer, steer away from someone like that. You might go, no, that element I don't want in my life. So it trains you and it actually grows you up around the truth of the psychic flows in that can happen in one-on-one -on -one relationships because before mm -hmm. that would might not occur to you. You might um, just you never think about that, that people are troubled souls and you just go, well, this person's accomplished, mm -hmm. they're very smart, they are very uh, suave, um, they know what I like, you know, we have great conversations, um, et cetera, et cetera. And there's also a lot of training around um, being around people as in empaths who are narcissists. Sometimes, mm. sometimes um, an individual is born into a family where everybody's negative and they just pick up on certain traits and become a narcissist because they might not originally yeah. have been a narcissist. They might have been originally a really lovely person, but they just right. <clears throat> had to adapt to a very intense situation in their family. So narcissism is, is, is a whole topic and a whole training that I encourage if you are a sensitive empath to go online and just listen to a few experts who talk about the characteristics of narcissism and and you might kind of yeah, huge penny drops might, might happen <laughs> to you going, oh, yes. my God, I didn't, I didn't know. That's exactly, you know. Um, and the other thing I just want to say is that, the, and this is addressing to what, what you were saying, actually, <clears throat> Claudine, is that um, many of us sensitive, um, gentle empaths mm. choose relationships and partners where the other partner starts changing and becoming very assertive and very aggressive and very negative. Um, be because what is happening is a training ground where we're sh being shown our own um, reflexes to give up on ourselves, to not be self-respecting, to not own our own power, to not be aware of how powerful we truly are or how incredible a person that we are, to not own that mm. and to give so that true. away and let the other person mm. be the dominant where they control the atmosphere between you and control mm. a lot of things between you so you allow yeah. allow allow because as you're saying that we we're kind of healers and we want to help <laughs> so we if somebody's troubled a troubled soul we want to help them and but what happens is that you can help and this happened to me a long long time ago with a partner where you help so much and you're giving into a black hole where you start getting injured psychologically injured mm. damaged wow because you're giving, 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 giving into a black hole. So anyway, a few different dynamics there. What were you going to say? Mm, yeah, I love that. Well, it's like you're giving away your power, and that's a lot of the work that I'm actually working on um, creating a coaching package at the moment for my business. It's all about, it's for women and just how to stand in your power, um, raise your confidence, self-belief, lots of mindset tools, but also emotional health as well and things we just don't learn. So it's just so important. And then, you know, if we have those skills, we can have healthy, fun, joyous relationships. So, yeah, it's, it's really where I'm, I'm so passionate about this topic. So Claudine, just to stand in our power as women. You have done some university degrees around this diploma and a degree yes. do you want to tell us do 
you want to tell us what they yes. are? Yes. Yeah. Many years ago, I was drawn to counselling. So I started off with a diploma in counselling and I sort of parked that and then progressed on to, I was looking at something where I could study human behaviour because I've always been drawn to why people do things. I think I'm just always wanting to better myself and know the people around me, why they behave the way they do. So went on to study a Bachelor of Social Science. So then now I'm actually wanting to create my own methods around mindset and just geared at women and self-belief and confidence. Um, mindset. So, yeah, the mind and, and the emotional health um i think we need and our physical as well mind body and soul yeah it's sort of all it's all linked but if we can balance and align all those yeah we can stand in our power and and have resilience mm. resilience that's and and really everybody that's what this conversation is about is about resilience and what you are also pointing to is that this training ground for, for masters, for all of us, uh, you know, spiritual empaths, that these relationships that are difficult, you can stay in them if you want to and just keep learning as long as you're not getting damaged. That's the key point. And this is the point for everybody to just notice. Because if you're getting damaged, yeah. yes, if you're getting damaged, you, you do need to dislocate away so that you start to heal. That's really important. Um, however, in those relationships also, you can find your strength and you can find your inner stability, your inner stability against all the cold winds that blow against you. And in life, resilience is the key thing, I believe, all the way through your life is, is one of the most powerful gifts, trainings. Absolutely. Above everything, my spirit guys talk to me about this, that this is really above everything yeah. is resilience. Um, my, yeah. my parents came through the Second World War in Europe and emigrated to New Zealand, <clears throat> immigrated, and their resilience was extraordinary, extraordinary. They've passed now, yes. but, <clears throat> but they are just a great example of what is the um, emergent result emerging out of chaos and intensity and these tough, tough mm. situations we can find ourselves in. So absolutely. What, it, Claudine, did you want to add to that, just resilience? It's good to know that we're always going to have challenges in life and if we can learn how to deal with those with grace and um, stay aligned and to feel pain, because a lot of the times we can we don't want to feel pain. But to move through pain, um, grief. I was researching the other day. Um, it ebbs and flows, and so we don't just go through grief and it's finished. It it ebbs and flows, and to know that's okay, pain's okay. All these emotions that we tend to stuff down, if we move through them, initially it can be challenging. You know, it doesn't feel the greatest. But they, we process them fairly quickly. Once we've got the tools, we can move through them pretty quickly. But, yeah, I always remember the story of I went to the States several years ago on a big motorcycle trip and we went into New York and went to visit 911 where the memorial is down there. And there's this beautiful calorie pear tree and it, was, it had its own fence around the tree and there was a security guard guarding this tree. So the story behind it, it was actually found after the 911 attacks and it had been sort of, you know, blown to pieces. There wasn't much left, but someone managed to save the tree and they nurtured it. And so they cared for this tree, even though there was hardly anything left of it, and they planted it back again. And that's a sign of the resilience. So I thought that was a really beautiful, moving story of resilience and and now this tree is flourishing and it's, um, it's got its own little fence and its own security. So security guard. I think, yeah, we can all be, yeah, we can all take lessons from that, um, that what that tree went through to survive. 
And also, like we started having tools, mental tools, and preparing ourselves before we walk into a situation so that we're already ready in our minds, so that we already understand yeah. what the energy is going to do, so that we already know what we're going to do in that circumstance. Yes, so, I love that. So that's, that. And that's powerful. That's power. So powerful. And, and I know you love it too because you love visualizations. It's one of the big things that you do yeah. um, and that you train in and that you train others in. Um, visualizations and adding an angelic being to do the energy shifting with you and for you. So I think mm. I think we've this conversation's been very important and very valuable. There's a few things here that everybody watching can try out. And I suggest that you do try it out before you walk into the gatherings where you're going to be celebrating mm. Christmas you know, and being together with family and friends. And it'll be so interesting. And you can put your comments below what it was like and noticing that if it made a difference in your experience of being together in that group of people, your experience, whether you felt safer, mm -hmm. you noticed that there was more laughter, you noticed that people felt comfortable being with each other, you noticed that someone who's normally difficult was just karma. <laughs> We'd love to hear your stories, yes. actually. <laughs> yes, love to see the comments. Yes, we really would. Thank you, Claudine. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so you. much. It's always, it's always so much fun hanging out with you. Really. I just love it. Really, I learn, I learn <laughs> so much. I love it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Namaste. Namaste.